not that cricket. It is the Cloud Up Clubhouse End podcast, the podcast that gives gives you the closest link to Zimbabwean cricket. And uh, my name is Larry Kwiderai. And at the end of the Zimbabwe domestic T20 fiesta that is taking place, I'm here with my uh, compadre, <laughs> the one who disappeared. Remember we discussed before at the test series? You're going to do then... I know, I did, I did remember that. Um, how are you, Larry? And uh, what a wonderful tournament, the end of it. Been some outstanding performances and I'm just really grateful I was able to be here. And you've been able to watch a lot of it because of the... I mean, you only didn't watch the ones in uh, at Old Hararians, but everything else you were able to keep focus on because it's part of the commentary. But uh, aside from that, I, I just thought that it was just a really well-organized tournament, wasn't it? Yeah, and I was uh, really expecting there would be a lot more hiccups. There were the usual hiccups on day one where uh, things don't arrive on time. You, you expect them the night before and then they arrive like halfway through the morning on, the, on day one. So we didn't have a late start on day one. But once that was sorted out, it, it, everything went smoothly. Uh, and, the, and I also was really impressed by the standard of the umpiring. There were very few bad decisions. I can't, in fact, I can't remember a bad decision. Uh, I mean, you could you could have a decision that you'd be like, eh, maybe, but it's not a horrible a, decision. Absolutely shocking decision. There's no howlers. There were no howlers. None at all. And uh, and I think that that's actually a good sign. It shows that cricket in Zimbabwe in general is on is on a good trajectory, uh, because I think umpiring can really set the tone for the rest of the match. Uh, and, and bad umpiring can actually really make uh, the cricket in general look quite bad. What I enjoyed is the fact when you look at the average scores, a lot of the scores are over 140. Even when you're looking at uh, teams like, um, in fact, most of the scores were over 140. If you look at it, uh, even looking at teams like Lions, who didn't do very well, they were still scoring quite high. Yeah, I think I think the lowest score I remember was 78, which is on day one when uh, the Eagles just had like a brain freeze and didn't figure out how to play t20 cricket looked like they'd never played before and then they got it right and then um but yeah biggest scores were generally at older errands much better batting wicket but yeah we got a couple here we uh 100 210 was set as a target and it was chased down with eight balls to spare so it's been very very exciting cricket so if you're um you know you're the Eagles and you have such a bad start. You haven't played in tournaments, played in a top of matches. How do you get, pick yourself from that? Because I remember having a conversation with um, Chamuch Nora and Cham, Chamuch <laughs> Chibaba. You say that, uh, I, I just combined his name, Chamnora Chibaba. <laughs> Chibaba. Do you know what he said? He said, when I saw him the first day, he says, you know what? It's going to be Eagles plus one, even after they lost the first match. So the final is going to be Eagles plus one. Yeah, and, and I had a, a couple of drinks with Douglas Sondo and Stewie Matsukinere, uh, yeah, day before, yesterday, and uh, he just kept they kept f- commenting on how positive Chamu has been in the change room. No matter what the event has been happening, even in some very very difficult moments that they had, 
um, and they've um, brought a lot of focus on a game that they had and lost to the, uh, I think it was to the guys they played today, to the yeah, Rhinos. Rhinos yeah. um, and then they were like, even then, after that loss, Chamu kept saying like, listen guys, we're going to make the final and we're going to go and play great, great cricket on that, on that day. And I think it's just the belief that he obviously exhibited because he wasn't just talking it. He, um, you could see that uh, when Eagles got, took the field today, that they never at any moment looked like they felt like they were under any real pressure. And it was that understanding Chamu leading from the front. Two quick ones. Uh, I, I will talk about how Ch Chamu Ch Chibaba, you know, exhibits that sort of, exudes that. But today, after the... The, the, the toss he was like I really wanted to feel first because of the way the the, the what you call it uh, the, the rhinos bat so deep but in my head I sort of said like do, don't you think you want to be able to put scoreboard pressure for a team during the final uh, like for me I saw um, a score of 139 win in the match player for three and four today yeah. so I, I i was always going to believe that a scoreboard pressure in a pressure scoreboard uh, batting first creating scoreboard pressure in a, in a in a final is usually the best way to go um especially i think for me uh the eagles batting is marginally weaker than their bowling i think so you always want to stress your best asset and i think that uh, being forced to bow, to to bowl second was actually the best thing that could have happened for the eagles how important was uh, the bowling of uh, Wesley Madeira? Well, I think he broke the batting of the uh, Rhinos because uh, three wickets in the power play and, and not for many. I think they were sort of like 30 for five at the end of the power play. Very difficult to come back from that. They did make a couple of uh, tactical errors. I think they should have brought somebody like Dashingam Sekiwa a little bit into the game a little bit earlier because uh, he looked good in that uh, his innings at the towards the end of the match but I think he came in when he was too late for him to have any influence on the match. Another player I would have brought in a little bit earlier is Carl Mumbai. He's showing, I, I should think he's a batter who bowls. I think everybody looks at him as a bowler who can bat but he, he I hark back to the fact that he's, he reminds me of heat streak, later heat streak. Also reminds me of, uh, I mean it's a higher plane to talk about, Neil Johnson. Like this guy looks like he's can swing a ball early days i know he was the guy who sort of used to get your 145s mid 140s in terms of his bowling but i really think that if you're a selector you're looking at this guy can bat and you maybe maybe as the captain you should have looked at it and said maybe i should bowl at number five and not number eight as it normally does yeah i, know. I think that uh, for me there's just a lack of precision about the way he goes about his batting at the moment and i think it's just a sign that he doesn't practice as a lead, leading batter you know what I mean he practices as a as a bowler who bats a little bit like a, like a finisher yeah that's right so I think what was needed of him today he wasn't able to deliver because he hasn't really prepared for coming in under that kind of pressure he's prepared to come in and just go smash smash and then win games from a position of strength basically today he had to come and do something similar from a position of weakness and he wasn't prepared for it Going back uh, into the rest of the tournament, uh, I look at the fact that Rocks, they had a good start in, this, in the match that it could be called a semi-final. Uh, having sort of picked themselves a lot and having had the arsenal of uh, Sifa Chihuahua. So how do they pick themselves up for, for, for that 
the match today because that 139 looked like it looked a bit silly because if you look at it other way Tuskers have been able to, to bat have been chasing totals sometimes failing but getting too close to 140 but how do you then pick yourself from the night before not getting to the final and playing a third place playoff and then begs the question should we have third place playoff matches uh, I think they're boring to watch personally <laughs> but obviously I think the other idea is that when there's money involved uh, finishing third and the difference between finishing third and fourth can be a big difference when there's money involved unless you just basically say guys who finished uh, in that third and fourth range share an equal amount of money um, but yeah personally I just I find them literally quite boring to watch and all the other big events in the world you don't really have a playoff for third and fourth you know, the World Cup yeah, but football I, World Cup. Yeah, football <laughs> World Cup. Uh, I don't watch football, so I <laughs> wouldn't really care. But like, as I said, I, I just think it's, it ends up being a little bit pointless. And the only reason I think that makes sense is that there's money involved, and you want to make sure that you separate who gets how much from who gets. You know, so that means number four gets a second chance of trying to get that get that shot. Yeah, of course. It means that number four also just has a second chance to get a little bit more money for their own cricket purposes. So Would that makes sense, like in the, uh, you know, the franchise. I know this is a provincial tournament, so it doesn't count to the same. That in the franchises across the world, they have an eliminator and people get a second chance of trying to get at semis and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I think the other thing that they, the reason why they do that is that if you create, leave the opportunity to still get into a final for that third and first playoff, okay? That's generally what eliminators do. Is you still have a chance of getting into the final. If you can win two matches in a row, you get into the final. That's still a real inducement. Okay, but like, just say go and play for third place. <laughs> for me, it just sounds uh, unnecessary. Okay, so now, uh, sorry, we're just trying to get my body in front of the wind. <laughs> so the, the, the question therefore is that, do you feel the best team of the tournament won the match? I th yeah, I think I think the, the best tournament, the best team of the tournament was actually the Rhinos. You know, I think they played the the most rounded cricket until today. Today they just couldn't, they weren't allowed to actually express themselves, and it's a good thing that uh, that Eagles did because there's uh, a couple of players we've been talking about, Nyashamayao, you and I, off off there. He got an opportunity. And on here. Yeah, and on <laughs> he had an opportunity to, to, to prove something. Failed. Didn't get those runs, those important runs. Today was the day we could have, you know, he could have walked away from here and said, oh, you know what, I got 70 odd in the final, and uh, whether we win or lost is really irrelevant. But he got those runs in the final, which was very, very important for his own, like, personal development. So what do you think that uh, Doug Goddard uh, got right and uh, the coach of Rhinos got wrong today? I think it's, uh, I'd say genetics, <laughs> because I don't think that Doug Hondo had a choice in uh, Marumani, Wesley Madevere, and then in uh, Ngarava and Chivanga being in the side. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's quite, it's good fortune to have that caliber of cricketer in your side, because I think the the Rhinos were in the game until that, ex that innings that uh, Marumani played, that uh, 50 from 22 balls. Um, and, and no one else has been able to replicate that against that quality of bowling in those circumstances. I don't think the 50s that um, the bully played are even of the same quality. 
So, positives I want to talk about is uh, Lions. Mm. The fact that, first of all, Zimbabwe cricket decided that a team from the NPL gets, gets to win that. So that gives a bigger carrot for the next NPL. Secondly, youngsters like uh, Ahmed Ali being able to get runs in there. And then also debuting kids like uh, Hamid Ali, Ronak Patel, who are in the under-19, getting to play this level. What that does for the uh, the growth of these players, that they're not just playing schoolboy cricket, they're also getting to play some big boy cricket. Yeah, well, I mean, if you've gone and have a look at it and that, and you've seen yourself, you've played against Richard Ngarava, okay? Uh, and you scored a four against him. Yeah, and you've got a four. But then the other thing that is, you realize, I mean, if you're honest with yourself, you realize that there's a really big gap between being a good Lions cricketer and then competing with Richard Ngarava. And then there's a really big gap, again, if you're going to go and play against the best in the world. So Richard Ngarava is good, but he's not in the, in the top uh, 15, 10, 10, 15 20, cricketers in the world. So if you're the right character, you can actually learn a lot from just being there. And it's important to have those kind of experiences early. I think Ronak Patel is just about to turn 17 now. Um, and Matara um, Nika with his offspring, just 18. And, and there's been a couple of really, really good finds. Blessed Uzite uh, was impressive throughout. Had some discipline issues, which is why he missed out on the rest of the tournament. So he's got to understand, you know, it's important to learn those things because if discipline's going to hold you back, then you've got to learn the disciplines that allow you to express your talent. So I think it's been very, very good. Uh, and, and, and it's also important to get through um, having your ass handed to you and losing that much, losing every single game you play. Really, really important learning experience for a lot of people because it's not nice, okay? And the thing about things that are not nice, you've got to learn how to prevent them from happening. You know what I mean? So I think the next Lions side has got to probably be slightly better prepared. Uh, that is if they, they, if they win the NPL. They've got to win the NPL to make it to the next one. That's right. And then uh, whatever side comes from the NPL has got a clear idea of what, what hurdles they're facing. You know what I mean? Whoever wins the next NPL, which is supposed to be starting in a couple of weeks. Uh, come on. Yeah. Uh, whoever wins that, they've got, they know what to expect. They know that they're not going to come out here and smash uh, Zim cricket bowlers or, you know. I think because bowlers. also when you're young, you also think, I, I, I can do that better. Yeah, that's right. And it's, it's a very, very important uh, experience for a lot of those, those kids. Uh, I did speak to Ronak Patel because I know I play, I play with him at Royal Cricket Club. And we had a conversation about that. And he's just like, you know what, I don't think I was ready. Okay, but the next time he meets them, Okay, because it's not going to be in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be probably in another year. I think he's going to be much, much better prepared uh, because he has an ecosystem around him that can help him get better. So finally, me looking at this, uh, how many of these players do you think? We've got the county size coming in a few weeks. Uh, uh, some of them are landing this week or the week. And then you've also got Netherlands. Did any players pull them up? put their hands up that will probably wouldn't necessarily be in the reckoning but they put their hands up for uh, the next month of cricket well I did uh, did think that Clive Madande was good he's probably already in that system but he showed that he was of, of a real class he deserves to be there that he deserves to be there I thought at, in patches Nyasha Mayao was good of course you think Nyasha Mayao is good no I mean like his, uh, <laughs> his uh, that run out today was incredible incredible the, I mean, uh, for uh, Richard Garaba when he picks up the ball and then he just instinctively, yeah, 
I mean, as a keeper, I think he's the best in the country. I mean, with the Regis uh, uh, Chakava not around, I think he's the best keeper. Yeah, yeah, and and then uh, you know, and then I think for me the other one we've seen we uh, Richard, uh, sorry, Tanaka Chivanga has not been in the Red Bull side, White Bull side for a while, and then he, he's come back and and, and and put on some solid performances, and then Tadiwa Nashi Marumani just showed he has range. Um, so what you can then do is uh, look for a more specialised opener, particularly for games at Harare Sports Club. I think games at Harare Sports Club, you don't really need an out-and-out pinch hitter. I think you need a, a, a more technically correct opening batsman, somebody who will complement Innocent Kahea. Uh And then you, you've got the option of bringing him in later on in the order. And the other very interesting thing for me about Tadiwanashi Marumani is the standard of his wicket-keeping in the last 18 months is 300% better. And also his offside player. No. His offside player has just changed. See, for me, he's, he's, uh, every time I see him, he's doing aspects of yeah, much, much better. There was a shot he played, I think it was off Ainsley Lopu, uh, where he backed away and hit him over extra cover and onto the roof of the VIP section here. I mean, hitting a, a ball that far over extra cover is a real, real sign of talent. Um, and so his all-round game is getting better every time you see him. He plays the spin a lot better. Um, I think I'd like to see him play against genuine quicks now. We did see some flashes of ability when he was on the uh, Zim's uh, tour to the one-day tour to Australia. But a couple of 40s, I think it was in that, in that, in that series. And against really high-quality fast bowling. You know what I mean? Pat Cummins played in that. I mean, he's amongst the best we've ever played. Not the, in the world at the moment, but he's amongst the best we've ever played the game. You know he's I mean? number two in, in, in test cricket, so he's, he's decent. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and uh, Josh Hazelwood also played a little in that series. So these are, are, are quicks who are amongst the best in the world at the moment. So it was a, it was a good performance. Couldn't turn those uh, 40s into winnings, into winning innings. But uh, I think as long as he's... Uh, well, he had one win. Yeah, but as long as he continues to... When I talk about wins, I'm talking about a series win. Because I, I, I'm, I'm the one of the guys who's mad enough to believe that Zimbabwe can go and win series away from home in Australia. You know, so, you know, I think that he has the ability to start doing that for Zimbabwe. You know what I mean? I'm really, really excited to see him continue to improve. And then also the other thing is this is Wesley Madevere. He's not been in the runs for the last few months. He turned it around today. Got uh, two back-to-back fifties. Important runs in uh, at the top of the order for the Eagles today, and then very, very important wickets. Well, finally, uh, uh, domestic cricket is happening. Uh, you're in that, then? Yeah, I'm hoping to be. I just don't know exactly when it's going to start uh, because I know that NPL is going to be in two weeks. So often we end up getting pushed back a little bit or moved around for NPL to make sure the NPL sides have all their players. Aren't you going to be in NPL? Uh, no, um, no, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, the running down is a bit, it's a bit much, isn't it? No, what I, what I, you know what it is? I, I feel quite good. I've, I've, been, I've started training. Still haven't lost. I need to lose it around about maybe four or five kgs before the speed Most of comes in your waist, eh? Yeah, before the speed comes back, and I'm starting to feel I could, you know, I could compete with guys who are in their twenties. Uh, we're, we're excited. Uh, do you have any socials? Uh, yes, I do. I'm on. Uh, 
Twitter, Darlington at Darlington Matambana. You can't get the, my full name uh, on Twitter. And then I'm on Facebook. Just look for Darlington Matambanazo. I'm there. And I'm also on uh, Instagram as Darlington Matambanazo. All the best, my guy. This is Larry Quiderai. We'll be at the end of the Zimbabwe Domestic T20 Siesta. And make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter at Three Men on the Boat, on Facebook at Three Men on the Boat, on Instagram at 3mob.com. The 3mob.com, the three is a digit, but the rest is words. Uh, otherwise, take care of yourself, the people that you love, and uh, make sure you follow the cricket as it happens. There's a lot of cricket this year. There's the qualifier. I'm going to try and get uh, Darlington Matamban as it keep coming back to talk to me about cricket. But sometimes he wants to talk about fishing, so... <laughs> I the only thing I do is I, 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 I only watch play and think about cricket. I don't care about football. Don't ever ask me to go fishing or playing golf. Now we're going to go fishing and talk about cricket while oh, we're fishing. No, that's, we're, we're talking about cricket. <laughs> All the best, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. Cheers. As I say from where I come from, my name is Larry Quiraraya. I'll see you as Sevenza. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 